Welcome to the Neapolitan School Podcast. My name is Steph. My name is Shay. And my name is Rose. Thank you for tuning in to the Neapolitan School Podcast, where you will get your weekly scoop. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, what are you waiting for? Go subscribe right now. Today's topic is being women in the workplace. Yes, we are in 2023, yet women are still fighting to earn their places in the workplace. According to Amanda Martin Cowie, who wrote an article for the Census Bureau in March of 2023, this year, disparities between men and women continue even today. She goes on to say that even though men lost more, more jobs than women in between the periods of 2019 through 2021, they continue to outnumber women among full-time year-round paid workers or work. Numbers go from 61.7 million compared to 47.8 million um, men versus women or men to women. In addition, men continue to earn more than women overall and in many of the occupations that grew within or during the pandemic. So we'll go ahead and hop into the questions. Thank you so much, Rose, for that. So question number one. Oh, I guess a really good question. So what's the most dangerous behavior slash trait um, or trait <laughs> uh, that you have seen derail female leaders' careers? I think that's a really good one because I think it can be a couple things if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, mm-hmm. maybe trying to control everything so being controlling um i think it it can be a good thing um but when you try to control every single thing as a woman you're looked at as you're being a bitch (laughs) plain and simple it's like oh she's a controlling bitch right now if you're a man um they'll be like oh well you know he has everything in order and he likes to keep his business straight so i think that's like one of the things that will lead a woman into you know, failing or or maybe not being as successful as their counterparts. Okay. Steph, what about you? Yeah, I agree. Actually, when um, Rose was saying that, men are looked at just like in the household as wearing the pants. You know, like mm-hmm. when, they, when they bring up something or when they, you know, go against what everybody else is saying, it's like, oh, they're being assertive. But right. when women say it, it's like Rose say, oh, she's being a bitch. Mm-hmm. And we're looked at as in, you should stay in a woman's place, which raises the question, well, what what is a woman's place in the workplace? So I agree. It's like, we're it, again, we're always fighting to prove ourselves. Men just have to put their foot down and it's, it's something that's praised. Mm, right. versus us women we put our foot down and now it's like how dare you mm. and now all the odds are against you yeah so, yeah i think my perspective is a little uh similar as well um but i guess not with men in mind it's just the need for control you know just coming from different environments of like backgrounds of like where I worked and things like that. I feel like there's always a need for someone to feel like they have to have control um, over everything that's going on. Uh, And I think that's what makes it a lot harder for us because don't nobody really want to be um, working under someone who feels like they have to be in control of every aspect of what's going on. Like I think a good leader um, is someone who's able to delegate 
and is able to give tasks to someone and trust that they're going to do it, you know, and follow up versus like hovering or like, um, or I'm the boss, you know, do what I say. And if I give you all this work, you got to do it. Um, it's just that need for control, I think. Um, so with men just to the side, I think it's just, again, the need for control. And um, of course, you get people who, when they get, you know, to a new level, I think the control factor is also seen as a good thing in a sense. It's seen as oh, just some person who is like um, assertive in a sense, but to maybe the people under them, it's seen as a control factor. You know, they want to be in control of every aspect versus, um, oh, I'm going to help you guys get to another level. I'm going to assist, you know, or or show you the right way or teach you how to grow is more like just control. <laughs> yeah, you said, um, I guess that's one of the characteristics of a good leader is knowing how to balance control and, you know, not being too micromanaging. Like, you know, how mm-hmm. do you create the two? How do you create that balance? But like I said, it, it's a little bit harder for women because, you know, when we do try to be in control, people look at it automatically as in, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I guess let me see. How do I put this? It's kind of like in at home, you know, when you're with family, like the man is always looked at as the head of the house. I think it's similar at work. It's like when a man is if you have, for example, if you have two supervisors and one is a woman and one is a man. I feel like um, just naturally staff is going to gravitate towards giving the man a little bit more respect when they are assertive versus if the woman is assertive, it's like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's like, oh, such and such tell me this. And and the man could have said the same thing. And just because a woman said it, it's just looked at as in, oh. Like how you know it's it's that how right. dare she attitude is, is what gets me like how, how dare, dare she tell me what to do yes <laughs> like how dare she correct me but what was it that we were uh, hearing today Shane the Karen the audacity <laughs> of her the audacity of her how dare her how dare she <laughs> how dare she <laughs> <laughs> it's the audacity for me like what <laughs> yes yeah, so um it's just so much harder I think for women in the workplace for us to. And then you like always have to watch what you say or like how you say things, you know, you can't say it too sternly. Again, like Rose said, you can come off like as being, I don't know if you said it, but like a bitch, you can come off as a bitch if you're being too stern with how you say things. So you got to speak like gently, you got to speak in a way that people don't take offense, you know what I'm saying? Um, versus coming off like demanding, it's it's a tone thing as well. Mm -hmm. So we always have to watch her tone. Um, and that's at home and in the workplace. I can yeah. think of somebody right now who I, sometimes I don't like her tone, but who knows mm-hmm. how she really meant it. But her tone is just like, okay. <laughs> I'll say this. I guess that also raises the question. Like, We'll tell you later if you don't get who it is. <laughs> I can imagine. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess it, it also like goes back to like your staff. Like, and maybe, I don't know. It's just. Women are looked at as you're supposed to be nurturing. You're supposed to be kind, soft-spoken, respectful, and all of these things that carry so much weight. And men are just supposed to be men. 
whatever that is. Which carries. Time, they don't even know how to do that. And no, I'm not knocking them in because I I don't know what men go through, but I know that y'all can't possibly go through half of the things that we go through. I, I think for me, it's like, why are men allowed to be driven and they're looked up? You know, they're like, oh my God, they're so driven. They're so career focused. But as soon as we as women become career focused or driven or, you know, have that goal in mind, they're like, oh, well, she's, she's, she's very um, greedy or she's, you know, she's not, why are we not driven? Why do we have to be everything but driven? You know? Yeah. Hmm. Why do we have to be everything but driven? I mean, we already got to be everything. Why we can't be driven too? It's like, I feel like, you know, I mean, everything we do is driven. Like you're already driven to be a good mother. You're already driven to take care of your household. You're already driven mm. to get up and go to work every day and provide for your family. Then you got to be driven to come home and do all of the above and still, Preach. you know, raise your kids, be a professional, right. have a job, you know, bring in income. It's like. And do it all with a smile on your face. And then and stay do it fine. All with a smile and be happy about it and then stay fine. <laughs> and drink all the water. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, water. <laughs> I didn't know where that one came from either, but I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> I feel like it has a lot to do with health. So when you said I mean, be yeah, fine, that's how I'm you thinking keep the, like workout. And we that's how you keep good. the nice skin, you know, like the skin. skin. And I, I'm going to tell you now, my skin comes from. That's, um, that's what uh, makeup uh, is for. Girl, not, but makeup make it worse sometimes. It's sometimes you got to get an acne treatment or something like a skin system, yeah. you know, because I don't drink a lot of water. I drink water. I drink water, but I don't drink a lot of water. But my a bottle is- every three days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every three to four shade? days. You said a bottle every three days? No, three she, four days. she don't know what I do when I come home. <laughs> <laughs> she, drinks that, that, when, she drinks it when she leaves work. That that yeah, I, I drink it with my food at home I while she's in traffic. <laughs> After she had two or three mimosas on her way home. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but I'll All say right. this. Um, I also feel like not only do we um, have to prove ourselves, you know, in a workplace, like to prove that, you know, we can we can do our job well and that we can be trusted to do our job. But I feel like we're also tested in the sense of like women always competing with other women. So not mm. only do we have to compete with men, but sometimes we also have to compete with other women just because we are, it, I don't know. It's kind of like a, I don't know how you call that, but a, like it comes back in a circle. Like we are so in our head thinking, okay, we have to prove ourselves in the workplace because we are a woman and yeah. we already weren't supposed to be a part of the workplace. It was a man thing. And now we're here. Yeah. So we have to prove ourselves next to the man. But then, it becomes like that crabs in a bucket type of situation where if one female makes it to the top, the one at the bottom is trying to drag the other one down instead of trying to lift the other one up. Mm. So it's almost like we're at war 24-7. I love that analogy. I I can almost imagine the crabs in the bucket. I love it. (laughs) Yes. It's like, hey, you ain't, hey, if I ain't making it, you ain't making it. Like, it's just pulling each other down instead of lifting each other up. I'm like, we already got so many odds against us. Like, why are we fighting each other? You know? 
It's just war. Yeah. I should have wore a camouflage outfit today. I feel like why? Because <laughs> no. I, I think sometimes too, it's it's people are, are like with the with the stuff on the eyes. <laughs> they're afraid that that you're gonna become you know their boss, or they're afraid that you're gonna be more than they are, or you know. I I think sometimes you know they say that um that's one of the biggest compliments when somebody's hating on you because it's like oh they're they're seeing what you're doing and they're hating on you because they can't do it. So, so to me, it's like, uh, this year I've learned to be a better person when it comes to that. I, I think I've, <laughs> I, I've held my, my <laughs> Lord knows, Shane knows. <laughs> I hold my tongue a lot of times now because it's just like, you see people and you're just like, <sighs> they say, um, hate is the greatest form of admiration. Yes. So. That's what it is. If yeah. somebody's hating on you, sis, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're doing mm. something right. You know, I always try, um, you know, sometimes people get jealous. You know, even sometimes I may have a habit of getting jealous. But what I have in the back of my head is that, you know, I'm going to block my blessings by being jealous. You don't get nowhere by, like, talking mm-hmm. down on nobody. You don't get nowhere by wishing bad on nobody. You don't get nowhere by hating on nobody. So everybody that's hating, they're in the position they is right now simply because that's your energy. That's the vibe yeah. you're putting out into the earth. If you can't be happy for somebody, don't expect nobody to be happy for you. I lost my head. you ever... <laughs> If you ever even get in a position where somebody can applaud you for your success, like yes. so, in a sense, when somebody is doing something well, I always make sure, hey, I'm happy. I'm telling myself I'm happy. I'm putting it out there that I'm happy for you. So, at the end of the day, I don't want to block my blessings. I didn't see so many times where people don't sit there and wish bad on me, and you'd be surprised how my God don't play about me. The same people who don't sit there and wish bad on me, something bad happens to them. And I just be like, well, Armas a bitch. Karma's and you know, play with the wrong God's child. Hmm. <laughs> and the sad bitch. thing is, like when that karma comes back around and you witness it, you feel so. Mm. I'll be feeling so bad for them. I'll be like, I feel oh, bad I know. for you, but I, I don't. Karma is so sweet. It'd be like, so damn, because karma gonna come like, my ass, and when she come, I just accept it. But when it's on somebody else who done done me wrong, I'm just like, well, it's just your turn. I don't feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, that's that. True. That's true. You, the energy you put out is the energy you get back. Right, so, that's a fact. I look. I I don't think I, I like. I'm. Of course, we all have. We all have that sense. Honestly, when I don't want to translate it as jealousy, because when I see somebody doing better than me, I consider it. It's something motivation. that motivation. That's what it is. That's the word. It, it, I see it as motivation. It's like, yeah. If there, if I have a friend that is making it out here in life, that just makes me yeah. feel like I am closer to making it because since you yes. made it, so that mm-hmm. means if we are intertwined. We are somewhere connected. And if you made it, then that's one step ahead of me making it. It's not like, oh, you made it. Now mm-hmm. I can't stand you. Now I'm going to be throwing shade at you. Now I'm going to be looking at you sideways. Now I'm going to be trying to set you up for failure. No, sis, I'm going to clap for you because it's your turn. It's your right. time to shine. And when my time comes, I'm going to shine and I'm going to expect you to clap for me. And hope you clap for me. Yeah. yeah. I guess you're right. I yeah. wouldn't classify it as jealousy either because that's such a negative like mm-hmm. word. Um yeah. Because, I mean, I've never, I don't believe I've ever been jealous of anybody in the workplace and wanted to, mm. you know, wish on their downfall and hope they fail. It's not like that. But if I see somebody win like a million or some dollars, I might be a little, I might feel <laughs> the way because why well, I can't win a million dollars. <laughs> I, girl, I'll be like, girl, what numbers you play? Girl, you play mine. <laughs> it's never in a million years they're going to come back up again. 
<laughs> I, I think for me, it's like, you know, um, they say surround yourself with people that you that you want to motivate you and people that you want to be like. So if I mm-hmm. see somebody that I hang around with being successful or, you know, getting a promotion, growing, being better than I am, you're going to be happy for that person. Yes. Because at the end of the day, hey, you know, if you're growing, what's going to happen is I'm going to learn from your growth and I'm going to le- you're going to be able to teach me. And at one time right. I'm going to grow just like you did. So I, I don't know about jealousy um I, I think like shay sometimes you're like man when is it my turn you know so right, sometimes right. you're just like I, i'm over here and okay this this and this has happened i'm doing Working the same thing that my yeah you're like i'm doing the same thing this person is but why is it that you know their turn came before mine but you know they say god's uh time is is, is perfect and he knows when he god's does everything plan. so um, it's all on his time I, and not really yours yeah and i just yeah. think about all the times opportunities that have passed me up and, you know, now I'm like, I'm grateful for the ones that passed me up because, you know mm-hmm. what, it probably wasn't good. It probably would. I probably wouldn't have done my best in that in, in any situation that has mm-hmm. passed me up. And so, you know, you start to think about stuff like that. Well, we thought about why not me? And in a sense, mm-hmm. fast forward, when you get in your place, wherever that may be, you're like, okay, now I know why not me. Yeah. <laughs> I know why it not wasn't me. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Exactly right. That's why I was there. So next question. What factors um, impact a woman's ability to lead others? Intimidation. I think women get intimidated because, again, typically all odds are against us. We were raised from a very young age that we are supposed to be a certain way, act a certain way, have certain standards. So when we and and usually the man is the one that dominates. So when we get in the workplace and we get into a role of leadership, especially when there's men that's a part of it that are looking at you like, who are you to be in this role? Who are you to tell me what to do? It creates intimidation for the woman. Mm. And, you know, sometimes that creates the woman. it, It keeps her from being her best because she's too busy trying to, you know, like, keep everybody calm and then we have that normal mothering nature where we don't want to be mean and that's where the bitch comes out at what they translate as the bitch it's not the bitch we're being assertive right Mm -hmm. we're saying what we said and i said what i said but they (laughs) translate it as being a bitch you know but if you are if you don't have that courage to say i said what i said then you get easily intimidated and then you get drawn Mm. into all of the, I'm trying to please this person. I'm trying to please that person. And it creates a culture of nobody has their shit together. So intimidation, I think is like one of the number one things that I think women feel when they get in a leadership role. I agree with you. I think uh, fear also fear of failing, not only for yourself, Mm. but for those people that maybe, um, saw you where you are and and for me personally it, it, it might be that sometimes I hold myself back because I'm like well what if this happens what if I do something and you know my superiors don't like it or what happens if I take the charge or take the lead and then it comes back and bites me in the ass so I think fear holds us back a lot it's just fear of getting retaliated on fear of being mm-hmm. uh, punished fear of failing feel fear of everything yeah Okay, okay, okay. Um, and I guess just going back to what I said in the beginning, uh, so what factors affect us to be um to lead? Um, 
I think again, just going back to just that need for control, you know, mm-hmm. you can't control everything. And um, I think when people try to control everything, it just comes off bad. It comes off like you're doing too much. Again, like we talked about micromanaging, um, you can't, you can't be like that. And I feel like mm-hmm. when you're a, you're a controller, you know, that it does come off negative. It does come off as like, people may not like you. People may avoid you. That may go around to somebody else because they don't want to deal with you for whatever reason that may be. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's the need for control as well. Because you do have women who are very controlling, <laughs> very controlling for whatever that reason may be on the personal end. Um, or as that, uh, that I'm the boss type of mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be like that. I feel like in order to be on a team, you know, you have to be willing to put yourself a part of that team, but you can't try to separate yourself so much to where people just, okay, well, such and you know, how they just talk on the side type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you think, do you think that also comes from, like, for me, I, I think when it comes to work, I'm very controlling of my work. And it's because, you know, how they say, if you want something done right, you need to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So there's some things that I know I want a certain way. There's certain things that I want to go a certain way. And I know that if I don't do it myself, it's not going to happen. So do you think maybe that's where control comes from too, as well? Like people not wanting to kind of be okay with failing or be okay with somebody else not doing things to how you like it. I feel like if you are in a environment that supports you, hmm. that backs you up, you wouldn't feel that need to control your work Mm. but when you're in an environment where you know you're not being trusted you're you know looked at as in oh well do as I say not as I do or you know whatever right it's like you feel like you have to be 10 steps ahead of the game because if you're not 10 steps ahead of the game then you're gonna fail but if you're in a supportive environment that's supporting you, that's backing you up, you're going to know that you have backup and you're Mm going to be able to, you know, lay back and be like, okay, I don't have to be in so much control. But when you're in an uncontrollable environment, you're going to automatically feel the need to control things. Yeah. So it, again, it all, and then not to mention that when you feel the need to, it's kind of like a defense mechanism. Your body Mm -hmm. automatically says, I need to be in control because no one else is. Yeah. You know, and if I don't do it, it's not going to be done correctly or it's not going to be done at all. You know, so you automatically go into defense mode, which can also be mentally draining, physically draining. Like at the end of the day, you're tired because now you've had to try to figure out everybody else. And you had to try to figure out all the dodgeballs that are coming to you and try to dodge mm. them and see like what, you know, like what's going to come at me next. Let me prepare for that. Let me prepare for this. Then that builds anxiety, but you know, which we talked about earlier, <laughs> So yes. you know. It's just, again, and then you got to go home and dodgeball's there, you know? So it's like if, if w- being women, trying to control the home, and then trying to prove ourselves at work, it's like, when do we get a break? Right. Yes, yeah. we do want our independence. We do want, you know, we do want to work for our money, but why does it have to be so hard? Like, mm. I feel like sometimes men just go to work and they're like, oh, you know. In their bubble. And I make more money than you. Mm. Oh, Girl. don't even get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's a whole other topic for another day. <laughs> yes. You know, not to knock my men, but y'all do have a advantage to women. I mean, look, we birth babies, whole babies. Like, 
Come on. You guys don't get them and wake up with them mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mother Nature comes every month for us. We're crazy. Mm. We have so, our hormones are all over the place because we're going from here to here to here. So we're constantly out of battle. That's why I said I should have wore a camouflage outfit today because we're constantly battling every day, every second, every minute. Um, Have you ever been afraid of the job? That's the next one. Or have you ever been afraid of the job? I'm going to start by just saying yes, because I never know what I'm really getting myself into. I feel like you can read the job description all day long (laughs) and you never really know what that job is really going to entail, what your duties are going to be until you get into that job. And sometimes I'm always like hoping that I can just do my job that's expected of me well. So thus, I'm kind of like fearing it beforehand, but it never stopped from applying. But I'm definitely sometimes fearful of the job itself. So I'm maybe questioning if I'm capable, knowing I am capable, knowing I can learn mm-hmm. anything as, as long as I'm taught and given the tools to be able to do my job. But it's just like afraid of like the unknownness of the job. I think you bring up a good point. I, I don't think I'm scared of working. Um, I'm scared of what comes with with the job sometimes. Um, it's always the other duties as needed that gets us, right? Because they're not going to list everything that's in your job description. It's the other duties as needed. And next thing you know, they have you cleaning a toilet and that wasn't in your job description. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know, it's mm. that. I think it, it, it's being scared to say no to something that I didn't sign up for and them hitting me with the, oh, well, you signed that you were going to do duties that we wanted you to do. Um <clears throat> and I think my biggest fear within my work would always be to be questioned. Um, knowing like, hey, I'm here because you trust me to do a job. But once those people start like not trusting you, and I think you brought a good point where uh, Shay, you said they give you the tools and then if you're not given the tools and you're just expected to grow mm-hmm. self, um, <clears throat> I think it becomes like, I don't know, it, it, it's scary. It's scary to try to grow by yourself because then you have to, find your way and find your route. And, you know, you're not being told whether what you're doing is right or not until you fuck up. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that's what they'll be like. Oh, you fucked up. You didn't do it. So I, I don't think I'm this scared. way. Well, where was all this advice when I needed it before I fucked up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. did you not realize I was fucking up when I was fucking up? <laughs> right right why didn't you tell me then why are you waiting till now till i've fucked up mm. quite a few times you because know of secret agendas yeah. mm, you know At that that i think that's what you know that's what i'm scared of people's secret agenda not knowing where i fall in their agenda because for all i know they're you know planning against me and i'm over here trying to do a job so so yeah. i think that's the scary portion when when you don't know what comes with the job and you know right. what now that you mention that, um, I'll say this. Um, and I'm speaking for all of us here and for all women, but there's always something about being a pretty woman in the workplace. Mm. So, like you said, you know, it, it goes back to the crap in the bucket. It's like you see a pretty woman and it's like, you were the pretty woman before the pretty woman got there. And now it's like, oh, you're getting all the attention. So I don't want you here. You yeah. know, 
because you're getting all the attention from um, all these people that I was getting the attention from. There goes the jealousy. And it's wow. like, sis, maybe you should try to learn from me. I mean, maybe, hmm. you know, like, don't. I don't understand why women have to be so competitive against each other. I just don't know. Like, if you see another pretty, pretty woman, compliment her. Yes. You know, just yes. compliment her. Say, girl, you're pretty. Because you know, I've met so many pretty women who have such low self-esteem because they are pretty. And people just assume that, oh, she thinks she's all They're that. dumb. Yeah. Or they're dumb. Yeah, or that. They're dingy. They're pretty dingy girls. And I'm like, no, I got pretty, plenty of common sense. But, um... Or she's pretty, but she's a bitch. <laughs> it's always the, why are we bitches? Why we gotta be bitches? Because we're assertive. Because we... Because I said what I said. Point blank, period. Bitch, you mad? Right. No, just kidding. <laughs> bitch, you mad? No. <laughs> but they are. And, and it's like... I, I think I never thought about that that way. You know, being... Because to me, it's always when you're charismatic or when you're not afraid to speak your mind and people, you know, respect that sometimes. And, and then I think sometimes other women get maybe deterred or or they start, you know, saying, well, you know, she's always saying this or saying that. And why does she get away with this? It's not that I get away with it. It's that I don't put up with shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I think there, there's a lot to to getting where where you are. And sometimes people don't understand that. It's like, hey, maybe I have a different way of speaking to a certain someone. And that's because we know each other for 10 years or mm-hmm. we know each other for, for, you know, 15 years. And mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean I'm disrespectful. It's like, I don't know. We see each other in the hall. We're like, hey, bitch, what's up, bitch? Blah, blah. And it's like, mm. and then somebody gets offended. And now you're you're sitting in HR. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only said that because... They just took the wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, people, tr- I may say something and I, it's not my fault how you translate, it, you know? That. So I think that's also another thing that like people struggle with. It's like, you can't take everything yeah. personal. Yeah. You know, it's like, if someone says something to you and you translate it differently, then you mm. can't get mad about it. You can address it. You can say, hey, this made me feel this way. What you said, you may have not intended it to come out that way, but this is how it made me feel. And I'm just letting you know this for future reference, you know? Yeah. But you can just automatically just be like, oh, she's a bitch because she, she said offended it. me. Yeah, no, sis, you offended yourself because I don't know what you've been through in life that may have caused you to think that what I said yeah. was personal. It wasn't personal. It was all business. Shout out to my Instagram business. <laughs> Shout out to my Instagram business. Shout out to my Instagram. But yeah, follow me like, on YouTube, Instagram. And I think that's another thing in a workplace. Like people are so mm. women are so afraid to say what they mean because of the way someone mm. else is gonna translate it. And it's like I feel like people as adults, people should be able to express their opinions without you mm-hmm. taking up taking it personally you know and that's the i honestly think that's the only way you're going to grow because if you take someone else's opinion and say okay yeah. well let me consider what you just said it may work it may not but let me at least consider it let me at least put some thought to it but when you don't a, a lot of us women because we are women and we when we suggest something 
people don't have an open mind to it because again it that. goes back to to the you know when we were little kids we were supposed to be women we were supposed to have kids we were supposed to stay stay at home and clean a house and keep bearing mm-hmm. children we weren't supposed to have a we brain. were supposed to stay at home we were supposed to I mean, we could, go outside and sweep the, we could go outside and sweep the porch, you know, watch the kids <laughs> play outside. But, you know, mm-hmm. we were supposed to wear our little skirts, you know, our little dresses. Lord behold, we wear some pants or some, you know, shorts. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying is like our our brains, we weren't supposed to have brains. Right. Oh, we weren't. Okay, yeah. So when we use our brains, people take it personally. People and get insulted. Yes, to see a like, uh, to see a woman that is not only beautiful but assertive and that knows what she wants and knows what she's talking about and is a full professional and scares other people because hey, it's not my fault that you don't know your job or hey, it's not my fault that you feel like you're not worth uh whatever it is. I'm you know I don't know. It it kind of goes back to like going y'all know I'm always revert back to the family environment dynamic because Mm. it goes back to in a family dynamic if the woman makes more than the man what happens to the man their ego gets bruised oh yes what is it called they're emasculated yes so it's like again how dare she make more money than me you know so it's the same thing even if it's not him it's the friends like oh your wife makes more money than you oh yeah they they gonna definitely clown you. you Oh, you got a sugar mama. Yes. So that's the same thing in the workplace. In the workplace, like if a woman is like powerful and assertive, the man is looking at her either sideways because he wants your position or they're looking at you sideways because, again, you're a woman and you're not going to tell me what to do. You know? So, again, constant struggle. Have a Mm -hmm. Mm. struggle. It, it happens at home. We struggle at home. We struggle at work. We struggle everywhere. at the grocery store. Like everywhere. What's the struggle at the grocery store? I don't know, but I feel like there's one. Cat calls. <laughs> cat calls. Trying to get the kids in in the car while you're shopping. Trying to get everything off your groceries list while you have oh. somebody else following you around the store. Um, when you're a minority, people thinking you're there. You know, looking it's a struggle everywhere for us. Like, yeah, it's, it's true. Honestly, now that I think about it, now that Rose points, I, I told you I felt like it was a struggle at the grocery store. I just couldn't pinpoint it out. But yeah, it I was is. Like, yeah, point it out. Yeah, what like, is it? Okay, yeah. Think about it. You're, let's not be a woman that you go to the grocery store and your man is not next to you and you got two babies. And they're mm, like, oh. Right, because they ain't judging you. What, your, what a daddy at? Do they even have daddies in their life? What a father. Oh, that and don't be black. Snotty. Don't be the black or Hispanic. Snotty. Yeah, like, oh, look at how all these pants. No, oh, I bet, you, niños I bet you she got food stamps. She's paying with food stamps. Ah, you know how many times I done went in the grocery store and I done had a shitload of groceries and I, and I thought to myself, I bet they think I'm paying with food stamps and I got to pull out this goddamn Navy Federal fucking debit card and pay that I shit wish. out of my damn pocket. But whenever I see women <laughs> with cartfuls of, of foods, I'm like, man, I wish I had food stamps. <laughs> Look, I would yes. not look. I would probably pull out that little card. <laughs> swipe, swipe. How do I swipe this thing? What's the pin? How do I put it in? Can I get fifty percent off? Because I'm trying to make it last. And then I'll still possible. come up here with the coupons. Did you know you can use a food stamp card at Sam's? Girl, you can still use food stamps on Amazon. Oh yeah, I knew about I know Amazon. About Amazon. But Girl, the Sam's thing, let me for mommy. I figured that out when I went there one day. 
I'm gonna apply again though. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all one thing. I'm not gonna stop applying. <laughs> they just they gonna keep denying your ass and... every chance. <laughs> because like what they consider but minimum I am wage, broke. minimum wage. Though. Yeah, I'm broke too. I got bills, all kind of stuff. And you know why we broke? Because they taking taxes yeah. out of our check. Them same and taxes we got kids that we, that we can't for. give we food stamps from. Yeah. And we got bills and all kind of stuff. But they want to mm. take what you gross and say, oh, well, you couldn't afford it. No, the fuck I can't. Do y'all know? It, otherwise, I wouldn't fill out this application. Like, when I if, compare... If, if you can get us food stamps, hands up. We want to know how to get food stamps because it's a struggle. <laughs> and it's like you can't even lie because if you put, like, oh, I work at this job... I don't know. Get somebody to make some fake checks or some shit, just hypothetically speaking. I'm not making fake checks. Just y'all. hypothetically That's speaking. And but they know what you make because they can figure out your job before you even tell them. So it's well, like, like you know, there's certain jobs that do the e sign or like the e pin or whatever. They register so like the government can pull you up. So it's yeah, certain type of jobs. Like if you're working a cash job, they won't be able to pull you up. But if you're working your social security, they they can they can figure out where you're working. It's always that's kind of how these people do it. <laughs> Steph, we're all like, goddamn. It's sad, y'all, it's because I've been going to my 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 groceries, my cart be looking so so sad at the grocery store. Girl. So sad. And here I am, a single parent. It's just me on my income and my child. I got a whole child, and they be like, nope, they're not. Something they add up. The math ain't mathin'. <laughs> the math ain't mathin'. It ain't. <laughs> but all right, I guess. I ain't gonna hate nobody's getting I ain't gonna be, we ain't gonna be no hey, let's we gonna uplift. Y'all, y'all That's why I said if you, if if you know how to if you know how to get food stamps, hit me up because I wanna get them too. Oh, if you got them. If you got them. Okay. If you milk, got them. We need milk. Okay. milk and eggs. She said she give us some milk <laughs> and eggs. <laughs> and, and cheese look the whole wick combo <laughs> not the wick not the, the cereal cheese. now that's the one thing i've always been given is damn wick I, I, shout out to wick man because they never denied me i've been going there yes they never deny me girl i think wick comes automatically though like for the most part if you're pregnant like they'll give it to you but yeah, I think if you apply, like they have a good like funding because not a lot of women go for WIC anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's really good. A lot of women are breastfeeding now, so a lot of them don't go. I I, I commend that. I, I'm like I'm so happy for all our our um generation generation. Yes, because you know for a minute like people were strictly, kids were getting breastfed. Yes, and now it's like we take so much pride in it, and I just love it. Thank so you. natural. Another thing you that know, affects us in the workplace, breastfeeding. Yes, I was just gonna say that's another struggle in general. Just being a mom in the yes. workplace, having to have like things mm. that re- that require you, even as a mom while you're working. Like, oh, I need to take off for doctor's visits. My child yeah. is sick. I can't come in today. I need a special mm. room to breastfeed in. You know, for a long period of time, a certain place happen. of employment did not have. Um, a, a station for room. breastfeeding women to breastfeed, so they have to make one up for somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, y'all never had women that breastfed before, so why is it something that's brand new? I remember. Like, yeah, I remember. But that, like, you're right. Like feeling like you're asking in the back room like when you ask for things like that. Yeah, you in know? the back room. I and then don't take too long something. because now they're wondering where you're at. Now you got to clock yeah. out for a lunch break. <laughs> 
And now you just try to feed your baby. That's it. To pump. I'm to feed my child. Yeah, y'all yeah. out for a lunch break. All because you have to go pump. Yeah. I mean, the way they are, they probably want to see you pumping your breasts and be like, okay, that's enough for milk. proof. For proof, right. How much Were did you, you really pump this time? Let me see. Milk? Let me see. Right. The Let me document it. Let me see. How many ounces? How many? Oh, write that down real quick. That should only take in five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> Why are you taking 15 minutes to breast pump? Girl. <laughs> it's against policy. I'm not micromanaging. Like, how do you micromanage my titties? Like, seriously. <laughs> she said micromanage oh, my titties. That's all I had to give. <laughs> you know, and it's even harder when you work for people who don't have kids because they don't understand what yeah. you're dealing with on a day-to-day. It's hard for me to explain to somebody why certain things are occurring with my child and in my life because they just don't get it. They don't mm-hmm. get it. They'll yeah. make sure they get it, but they'll use it against you at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Or men, even when even when men have kids, it's like they don't they're not the caregivers, so mm-hmm. they don't care. They're like, Oh, I could be here till 10 p.m. It's like, well, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Your but, wife probably let you stay out till 10, but sorry, my kids need to and that's not that people don't routine. understand. You gotta help pick them up from school. You know, you and, gotta help parents. I'm I'm just gonna say that real quick. Like, I'm gonna just commend women because y'all, we really do a lot of shit on a daily basis like we go to especially if you're a working mom not even i'm not even mm. gonna knock the stay-at-home moms because lord the only reason i went back to work was because i did not want to stay home because no, i was stuff was driving me crazy like but i'm the type of woman that i have to be doing something for myself like mm. i can't just sit at home and watch the babies like i have to feel like i'm right. doing something so not saying that women who stay at home aren't doing anything but i mean i have to just like be i don't know moving around so I'm a very social person, so I can't mm. be constrained to the house. Um, so like I we we go to work, we come home, that's our mm. second job. Because when we get off of work, we gotta go pick up the kids, feed the kids, bathe the kids. We like the only moment we get to ourselves is when we're sleeping. Mm. Honestly. Because even when we're in the bathtub, guess who's who's sitting there asking you something? The kids. Mm-hmm. Mama, or your Mama. significant other, or that one. What a remote. What about this? You see you my be? keys. Oh, baby, you 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 got. We got time tonight. We got time. Like what? I'm tired, sir. I am tired. What did you do all day? God dang. And then I it's just feel like you clearly did not do a lot today because you're not tired. You still got oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like we do. That's another thing. We 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 gotta go to work. We gotta come home, take care of the kids, make sure shit is lined up, take care of the man, and do that shit all over the next day, every right. single day. And then we have it's to cycle and fight. We have to go to work and fight for our lives and our integrity and everything. Like I'm fighting yeah. for my life. <laughs> it's true. Like it I remember is, uh... when I was breastfeeding, oh my goodness, y'all, like my mind was all over the place. I was just like, I used to leave my milk at work. That's how bad <gasps> no. it was. Yes, I used to leave it at work because I was just not the operating. golden milk. She, she golden was leaving milk. a creamer for the staff. And I used to pray that nobody <laughs> use it as creamer. Like, I hope these people don't think this is creamer, but it's cool. It's very nutritious. That's but I um, thought they had some really good coffee creamer. <laughs> like, was your coffee? Oh, this is it's a little tasty today. I don't know what it is. 
<laughs> it tastes all natural, organic. But it's just so much. Like then you got to keep up with the baby schedules, um, mm-hmm. doctors, doctors, doctors' visits, um, baseball. Men aren't doing this. We're keeping up with the men's schedules. Like what? Because they could better keep up with their own schedule. I'm like, are you? And, and then leave alone when you're a single mom. Mm-mm. I've experienced it, both. It's, I've yeah, experienced both, and I would tell you, like, my fiance can get on my nerves most of the time, but I would not want to do this without him. Right? So it's it's hard doing it alone. Like I, it I, is. I did it. I did it alone once, and but I would tell you, I tell him this all the time. I'd be like, look, I prefer you here, but I could do it by myself if I had to. Period. It's going to be hard, but I can make it work. <laughs> yeah. I did it before. I don't want to do it that way. I don't want right. to. But I prefer I mean, the good life. Yeah, I do. I, I, do. Back, I do. But, I do. But I can go back to two jobs. <laughs> yeah, because we're women. And if we're going right. to do what we got to do when it needs to get Regardless. done. Regardless. Point blank, period. We're going like, to get it done, right? Yes. So I think that's just how, how we were born. Like, we're just, look. And that goes back to what you said, Rose, about work earlier. You know, like you have the mentality where if I don't do it, then, you know, if I don't do it myself, then who else is going to do it? Or if I don't do it myself, they're not going to do it the way I want it to be done. And it's the same way. I think we're just born with that mentality. Like we're just Mm -hmm. people like to make the woman the weaker link. But we are actually like the stronger link. The stronger one, bro. Yes. Yes, like I, I was reading an article um a couple of I think it was a year ago or so where they were saying that if men experienced the same pain that we go through when we're giving birth, they would die during childbirth. And it's true. Um, and there was another one that said that if men had periods like we do, they would have at least three days off every, every week that they had their period. And, but and we're expected to work with full blown periods. Um and and still do it with a smiling face and if you if you have an attitude or you're having a bad day you're pmsing and your hormones are out of range and it's you're you're expected to to keep your problems to yourself and have good days every day and it's not possible it's you don't know we're humans too how many times i've heard like like i i don't let me have a bad day because i go left and but i don't go left a lot of times so when i go left people be like the fuck and then the the first thing is oh she must be on her period mm. why i gotta be on my period why you can't just be pissing me the fuck off like mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be just that simple no you're you are my period right now you're acting like my period and you're pissing me off <laughs> you are my period right now <laughs> I, I need to get into telling people that like, you're being my period right now <laughs> you're just but yeah it's just we're held at such a such a high standard compared to i Man. I really like I I can look and this is a Libra in me I believe in balance so I don't like knocking men either because I know men are encouraged to be providers and you know they have all this weight on their shoulders even though some of this generation of men that provider mentality is way out the window out the window yeah but yeah. they want you to go 50 50 but they still want you to hold your role as a woman and they don't want right. to hold their role as a man and they so don't it's like wanna... how are we going 50 50 yeah and you're not taking like 50 50 of cleaning the house 50 50 helping me pick up the child from the school 50 50 of cooking for the house washing mm-hmm. laundry because it becomes 50/50. a 70 30 at that point mm-hmm. it's like you're giving the 70 percent they're just there yeah that ain't even it's 70 30 yes what to it me is. it's like 90 10, 10. 
95 because other five is just floating around. If, I mean, if, if I'm bringing in all the money, I'm going to work and I'm coming home, taking mm. care of the kids and I'm cleaning, washing, doing, and you just there providing the D. Mm-hmm. That's 10%. The D is yep. 10%. Yep. And they was swapping down. I do this, I do that, sir. <laughs> and they find it so hard. Yeah. Like, oh my so God, hard. I had to do laundry today. I had to oh, clean the I can't tub. Right it's now. so I'm nasty. Tired. I'm tired. I need a nap. You Bitch, know, I need a nap. I need a nap, and I can't take a fucking nap because I got so much shit to do. And if like, I, I don't do it, nobody nap. else going to do it. Mm. Yeah, we need I a vacation. It's hard to be a woman. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've never been a man. You know, so I don't know what it's like to be a man. But from what I, I hope observed, you ain't never been a man. I have not. <laughs> but from what I observed, it's just like I want to put it out there that I have never been a man. Oh my God. <laughs> you should have told me something, girl. Be like you don't know what it's like to be a man. You're right because I've never been a man, so I don't know what that's like. But I just from the men who man. I observe, they come home and they get on the couch, they watch their sports. They wait for their woman to cook the meal. They play with the children. And then they go off and go to sleep. But then you do have mm-hmm. some men who come home who, okay, well, what can I help with today? Yeah. You know, oh, I see you had a long day. You did a lot today. Let me take that weight off your shoulders. Oh, what could I do? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, we have a schedule. I pick the kids up. She drop them off. Like, I prefer scheduled stuff. That way I can actually see where you're putting in your effort. So if yep. I'm seeing Schedule. that we're on like, you know, we're really doing as a team, then I can't sit here and say, well, you yeah. don't do much. But when I'm saying yeah, I'm doing the majority of the work, I can't You're help but the point that out. Mm-hmm. I can't help but the point that shit out and say, well, But I'm at that point, what's, what's the point of being in a relationship when you're pulling all the weight in a relationship? Like like that, Steph said, just to get some dick, that's not, you can get it anywhere. I can you can get myself. that anywhere. I can do it myself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And that's the point here. It's like, it, like I said, I think we all have done it solo and we've done mm-hmm. it with someone. So it's like, if I know how to, I've done it by myself yeah. and you come in and now you're just an additional body that I have to look out for. Or like you said, Shay, like I like, it's I like, add most of my play. I like things mm-hmm. scheduled too. So I'm like, now I got to fit you into my schedule. But if you're not playing the teamwork, that I'm expecting yeah. from you, you fucking up my schedule. You know, yeah, because if I was another, doing it by myself, body. if I was doing it by myself, the only schedule I would have to worry about is the one that I'm creating. Yours. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like, again, shout out to uh, Madea. I can do this shit. I, I could do I could do bad by myself. Yeah. Point blank period. So if, if you're not yeah. providing the teamwork, I don't need yeah. no 90 t- the look like Rose said. You can get it somewhere else or you can do it yourself. In the streets, I know I, I I'm definitely gonna say I cannot wait to get a husband to where that's my partner. You know, no. to where I feel like that is my partner to where I really can say I depend on this person. And they don't let me down. Like they're there for me every single day. They do their part just as much as I do my part. Not less than. Not you know. Like they literally do it every day. I think we also have to understand that that marriage is compromise because we're Mm -hmm. not always going to get what we want. (laughs) No, we're not. We're not. But at the same time, I feel like we're not going to, like you said, it's compromise. But that compromise doesn't have to be 
doesn't have to be at the stake of one person doing all the work. Yeah, it's I just like, don't want to feel like a slave in the relationship. I don't want to feel like I'm just the maid, I'm the cook, I'm the the lay down, open my legs. I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel like I have a partner and stuff. I don't know how mm-hmm. to verbalize that any more so than that. I just don't want to feel like a slave in my relationship to where I'm doing much more than the other person. That's true. Yeah. But I agree. I agree with you, Shay. Like at the same time, it's like when you look for a partner, you want to find somebody who's going to support you, who you can rely on when shit goes mm-hmm. left. Who is going to communicate with you? I think that's a big thing in relationships is communication because I, I feel like when people marry someone is because they know that again, marriage is about sickness and health, um, for yeah. rich or for poor. So it's like at the end of the day, you want to marry somebody who's going to be with you through the worst, yeah. not somebody who's going to throw you to the left. Yeah. So, um, I look at the end of the day, look. And it goes back at the end of the day, if you have a good relationship at home, then you bring that good relationship to your job. And I feel like a lot of people who don't have good relationships at home bring them to their job. Oh, the shade. (laughs) Again, guys, we are at our closing. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Again, if you enjoyed our content, please subscribe to our channel like and comment we love feedback while you're at it go follow us on all streaming platforms including apple Podcasts, amazon music google Podcasts, spotify pandora and iHeartRadio. you can also find us through instagram and tiktok also if you have a topic that you would like for us to discuss or if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast feel free to email us we would love for you to join us again thank you and see you next week for your weekly scoop Serving.